Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Dramasology Podcast. In this episode, I am continuing on my review of Marry My Husband. In this episode, is going to be covering episode 7 and 8 because that's currently where we are at at the time of this recording. And honestly, I have to say that I am loving this drama. I wasn't planning on doing a like week-to-week review of this drama but i love it so much and i keep wanting to talk about it that i was just like you know what i'll just keep doing reviews this will be the second drama that i'm covering back to back after reborn rich i think it was like the second drama or like third drama i ever covered on this podcast and so that just tells you how much i am loving this drama so just to talk about what has happened in this past two episodes episode seven and eight honestly like i mentioned i am loving this drama it is not perfect but for me honestly it is it's like that child that is naughty right or like that's just a terrible kid to everybody else but like in the eyes of his mother he's like the perfect angel i'm not saying this drama is anything bad or anything but i mean i know it's not perfect there are a lot of little things here and there that you know could be better but honestly i can't see it so if there is i am not noticing them because i just love this drama so much so let's just get right into it I would say that for me, the most memorable part for this last episode was that moment in the camping ground where Jiwon is finally honest with Sumin. You know, when she tells her that I no longer like you, right? She tells her straight up. And I think that this is a turning point in the drama because up to this point, I feel like they've been dancing around this idea of whether they are friends or not. And like Sumin has been able to like pretend that Jiwon is our friend but now that Jiwon has actually put it in words the game is on you can even see how Sumin's face changes and I think it was memorable for me to see her tell her that because it was important I think for Jiwon and also for the audience that <laughs> Sumin knows that Kan Jiwon is no longer her friend right a close second <laughs> is the scene where they're actually fighting right for the flag because I mean there's just something about that scene because we like witness Kan Jiwon be a different person than who she was in the first life because one thing i like about this drama and i mentioned this in my last two episodes covering this is that even though jiwon is reborn she's still jiwon right she's still a nice person she's still a timid person and that doesn't change overnight even when people have hurt you like ugeok mentions that in this episode that you're too good that's why you're sad about the things you're doing because you think it's bad but really you're doing a good job right? Jiwon is just naturally like this and honestly she should not have to resort to these methods but unfortunately the people around her are so terrible that she's had to like steal her heart and do these things, right? And so I think that moment where she's fighting Sumin, right? I mean for a second there I thought she lost that flag to Sumin until they show that she actually got it back because I would have been really pissed if she had let it go because I was pissed for her, right? But anyway that scene was really good watching her beat the shit out of Sumin was just amazing because Sumin has been getting on my nerves and I will say that the actress playing Sumin, Song Ayun, is very well casted. There's just something about her <laughs> that is vapid, that is mean, narcissistic. Like you can tell she's like a little sociopath, right? Which is why honestly I'm scared for Yang Juran you know, their colleague, the, you know, timid colleague, because honestly, first of all, she reminds me so much of Jiwon, right? Like she would be who Jiwon would have been in her first life, right? That I'm scared for her, that like, because every time she like latches onto her and holds her arm, I'm like, oh my God, this lady needs to run. Like this is a red flag next to you. You need to run. But honestly, let's be honest. Sumin would have her for breakfast and you know like she's not even a worthy opponent for Sumin so I guess she's just there as cannon for that but like 
I'm already scared for her because Sumin is just, I don't know how to explain it, but she's doing it so well. The actress is doing it so well. The characterization of Sumin itself is amazing because there's just something about her that I feel like she almost believes that Juwon is her friend. The issue is that she believes because Juwon is her friend, she deserves all the things that she's doing to her, if that makes sense. Like, because she's her friend, she should give in to her. She should let her whine. She should give up all the things that are ours to her. That's our own definition of friendship, right? So in a way, I think she does believe that Juwon is her friend. It's just that for her, what a friend is, is not what a friend is to everybody else, right? So it's very interesting watching her character as well and watching her change. The minute she, she hears Juwon say those words, I no longer like you. Like, I don't like you anymore. She like, you can see it in her face that she's like boiling deep inside. And that's when she decides like, the game is on. I'm going to marry your husband take everything you have and like leave you nothing like you're going to call like even the way g1 mentions or talks about sumin she says that now that she's told her that oh i no longer like you sumin is going to be thinking about punishing her that's a very interesting way to put things like your friend is going to punish you it's it's a very odd way to see that it kind of it makes you see that sumin is at the end of the day just a very abusive person right because for her that's where her mind goes right that she's going to try and get back at her somehow try and get her to see that you know she's above her in some way right and it's, it's just very interesting that character another point i want to talk about is in that scene where sumi finally sleeps with Pakuma, like they're like you know caressing each other in like the woods right um and joan sees that right that moment where she breaks down and she's just kind of crying i think i like that scene as well because there's something about the fact that after all this has happened in her first life i feel like i haven't really seen her cry cry right like i haven't seen her really cry and i feel like that was the first moment where she kind of like just broke down and kind of really let herself experience the sadness of what has happened right because again it's not easy watching the people that you thought where everything to you do that to you right it's not easy watching them cheat on you and everything and so i think that her having that good cry where she just like breaks down and yujiok is kind of comforting her was very good to see because it's very important for her to have that moment to just like grieve of what she's lost not because she wants it back or anything but just because it's very emotional and very sad what you know she's had to go through because of these two people right and so i think that i really like that moment um even though it's not that she wants back back or anything right just watching her cry was just very very good and you know again Eugene comforting her was also just lovely right so again this drama really has those moments that really i think stand out to me as you know what makes it amazing but going back to young juran i have to say there's something brewing and i don't know what it is right there's something is brewing between her and the character of isok jun the chairman secretary right there's something i don't know what it is and i don't know if i'm seen it right but i feel like they are making them a love line and it will be interesting because honestly i'm a huge huge fan of ado guan because over the weekend i watched hot stove league and he was in that drama playing kang doogie one of the baseball players if you know what that drama is check it out but i remember loving him so much in that drama that when i saw him here i mean first of all i feel like he's lost weight but when i saw him here i was so excited and like now it seems that they are making it a love line between him and young juran 
um, and I am here for it because I feel like even when you're a timid person, it doesn't mean you shouldn't have a happy ending. Like Kang Jiwon is changing because she had a second chance. But normally, if you're a good person, I would like for your life to go well. <laughs> You know, and I would like it for her because I can tell that her husband is basically Park Me One. <laughs> basically, right? It's like this boy child that she has to kind of take care of alongside her daughter. And so I feel sad for her about that. And so if it's possible that there's a love line, and I really like the way his character is written. He tells her straight up that like when you say something, say it with confidence. Like don't just like ramble off and like murmur off and stuff like that he already like is very true to himself and trying to correct everything that he feels that is an hindrance to her and i just like that so i i don't know if there's a love line there if there is i am there for it i am i i want it to happen but moving on i will say that generally i feel like i'm getting scared about the pacing of this drama because i mentioned in like the last episode i did about this that I'm scared that 16 episodes will be too long and they won't have any material, you know, at like episode 13 or something. But now I'm scared about the opposite. I feel like eight episodes have already aired and I still feel like we've not gotten to the meat of things. Like, I, I don't know what's going to happen, right? And I'm like scared that can they contain all the plot lines within these last eight episodes because there's a lot that needs to happen. First of all, can do one and Yujiok have not even started dating or anything. They are barely in a romantic relationship, right? They're just like friends at this point, like confident. And I'm like, when is it going to happen? So like, I'm kind of worried about that a little bit because, I mean, revenge takes time. And for it to be satisfying, it has to be kind of drawn out for us to see all the good that is happening to Kang Jiwan as well as all the bad that's happening to Pak Mewan and Sumin. And I'm scared that there might not be enough episodes. I will say that, I'm glad that at least the chairman is kind of on board with Kang Jiwon already. So it's really just about their relationship moving forward, right? There's not going to be obstacle in the sense of that, like, you know, the chairman being against them, which is already good. I like that. I like the scene where he mentions that, you know, talk to your previous blind date. You're no longer going to marry her and just let her down easy because, you know, he knows that his grandson is in love with somebody else. And so he's willing to compromise. He even says, when will I meet her? And so when he said that, I was like, oh, at least thank God that is out of the way. But still, like, I'm scared that what if there's not enough time to cover all that? But generally, I feel like their relationship is at a good place now. This is something that's rarely seen in drama, I feel like. That moment before, like, people start dating, right, where they are just kind of friends. It's kind of not something dramas do. People just kind of fall in love. Like, they go from fighting <laughs> to fall in love like there's never that moment where you feel like oh they're actually compatible partners that like they will be able to get through things together but in this like you actually see them communicate and you know trust one another and you know tell each other how they feel and everything and i feel like that is just amazing like it makes the drama even better right just to see them talk like friends at first right so you can just tell that when they do get together their relationship is going to be built on that trust and communication that they've already had in the past which i just i love right and so i do like that they are taking that time to show this right and you is not kind of pushing out to be in a romantic relationship with him because she's not there yet i feel like she's already has good feelings towards him right and that's really all it takes at this point because at some point 
man she's just gonna fall um and you know be into him but you know i just like the fact that they are showing that little by little instead of like making them fall in love all at once it makes no sense otherwise right so even though i'm complaining about the pacing i do think it's good i'm just worried about how it's gonna continue right but genuinely i feel like they are doing it well now since i never read the webtoon i don't know what is gonna happen right i don't know what the end is and I'm the kind of person that I like my revenge to be satisfying. If you've ever seen or listened to any of my episodes, you will know that I am the kind of person that if the revenge is not satisfying, I am out. I am I am done, right? And so that's really my biggest worry with this, that will they be able to show Sumin and Pakmiwan suffering? <laughs> I like my villains to suffer in a revenge drama. Like, I want them to, like, cry tears of blood if they could right i want it to be the worst possible scenario for them right um and i hope this drama delivers on that i don't know how the webtoon ends i don't want to know because then i might start watching but for now like i just hope that praying to god that it's a good one right it's a good revenge because it's very difficult for dramas to like give you a good revenge i need i need to go look for some recommendations on like good revenge dramas right because i have never satisfied right and this is also why i don't watch like the long 120 episode drama because the revenge is like two minutes before the ending of the show and it's so annoying after you watch like your character suffer for the last hundred episodes so i really hope that this one delivers because if it doesn't i will just start crying <laughs> so you know i'm very excited about this though like i can tell that it's going well at least for me i am loving it you is fantastic and so tall like now i don't know how tall he is but he looks so tall next to pakmion pakmion looks like i don't know <laughs> she looks very short next to him and I, I don't know if she's like short short or if he's like just tall tall right but i feel like he's just tall tall right like he's super tall and i just love that dynamic so i'm here for this right i am like every monday and tuesday i'm always seated there, like after work i'm just you know ready to watch another like two episodes of this too so you know hopefully again it keeps being this good I have no criticism at this point. I feel like everything is just perfect. And let's hope it keeps being this way. And so, yeah, that's really it for my review of episode 7 and 8 of Marry My Husband. I hope to keep continuing doing this review of this drama weekly. So you can expect that. <laughs> I mean, or if something happens and like they ruin the drama, I'll just stop reviewing it right now you guys probably hate me for it or i'll like do one review that's like just terrible and i just trash the drama and you hate me for it as well but hopefully none of that happens and i can keep doing this review every week till it ends because i am loving it that much but yeah thank you guys so much for listening to this episode i'll see you again next week have a nice day bye